Welcome to Shelter Church. We are a Holy Spirit anchored, spirit filled, led, and directed. We believe that God has good plans for your life, your family, and together for us as a community. Be spirit filled, led, and directed. Are we all together? Some of us will come to the Lord without having expectations. Without having expectations. Okay, what's happening? Without having expectations. Okay. So you must have what we call expectations. Because God is faithful to give you what you want. God is faithful to give you what you want. So we're going to begin... <clears throat> Or with in Luke chapter 15. Can we go to Luke chapter 15? If you are able to open your video, please open your video. Don't be ashamed. This way we're gonna be dealing. My I don't mind my wife, she's here with me. So if you are able to open your video, open your video so that we can minister as alone. Hallelujah. So Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 32. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 32. I want you to really say, Lord, speak to me once again. Lord, speak to me. Lord, speak to me. Say, Lord, speak to me. Lord, speak to me. Because God, God is always speaking every day. God is always speaking to us every day. Why is the Lord always speaking to us every day? Because it is his mandate to make sure that we fulfill his assignment. It is mandate that we fulfill his assignment because we are so clouded with so much information that has been given unto us through medias and social um, 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 tools that we may be using. The Lord needs to use every resource that he can grab to, to speak to you. Let me put it in a way that you can be able to understand. The Holy Spirit wants to have a holy communion with you. The Holy Spirit wants to have a holy communion with you. So he's going to use everything that he can to speak to you. But I want us to check this something that is very power, powerful. The message today, it is not for those who don't believe in Christ. The message today is for us who are in Christ, but we can't able to enjoy what has been given unto us. Why? Because we lack to hear the voice of the Lord. I hope you get what I'm saying. We are in church. We listen to the gospel. We read the word of God, but we can't able, we're having difficulties in terms of encountering the Lord. I all together. But I want us to really understand that the Lord is near. The Bible says the Lord is near you. I want you to understand that do not let your physical nature, your flesh make you to not encounter Jesus Christ. Because some of us, we want the burning bush to burn. Come on, somebody. For us to be able to hear God. But the Lord says, I, I'm, I'm near you. I, I, I live inside of you. You don't need the burning bush. You don't need any confirmation. The confirmation that only you need, it is the word of God. Do you believe when I speak to you? Because when you open the holy book, he speaks with you. But the problem that the Holy Spirit is trying to deal with us today, he's trying to teach us what we call faith. Because it is impossible to please God without faith. Let me go to my scripture and show you something here. Luke chapter 15 verse 11 to 32. I may be jumping some of the scriptures according to the will of the Holy Spirit. But bear with me. I want you to really grab what the Holy Spirit is trying to teach us today. Now his older son. We're speaking about the prodigal son here. Now 
now his older son was in the field. The older son was in the field. So the older son was working. Come on, I'm speaking to someone. Now he was working. He was doing what? He was saving in the church. I want, I want to put it in practical. He was saving in the church. He was attending prayer meetings. He was a powerful worshiper. He was a powerful minister. Come on, somebody. He was a powerful minister, but focusing on the work, but not on God. Come on, fixing his eyes on the work or not, but on God. I'm speaking to myself again. I want to make it a practical example. Now the older son was in the field doing what? Working. As he, as he came and drew near to the house, he had music and dancing. All together. Mm. Now the minister of God was preaching, come on, somebody, mm. to the congregation. But when he heard the testimony of what God is doing in other churches, hearing what the Lord was doing, because he was focusing on the work but not fixing his eyes on the men, on on him who is giving him the work. I hope you get what I'm saying. He was focusing on the work. He was focusing on, on, on the studies. I, I, it is that very important. I ought to get, but he forgot the one who was giving him the strength to continue to pursue the studies. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm speaking to someone. This word is not for those who are outside. This word is for us who are sitting. I ought to get in the throne of God, who are in the Holy of Holies, but we can't seem to enjoy what the Lord has given us. Verse 26, And he called one of the seven and asked what these things meant. Come on, somebody. And he said to him, your brother has come. Oof. Your brother has come. Your father has killed the fetish calf because he has received him back safe and sound. I want to get, he's hearing about the protocols and he's hearing about his brother who left the church. Come on, somebody. He's hearing about the, the, the brother who, who, who forsaken the ways of the Lord, that he, has, he came back. But he was angry and refused to go in. Ah, I hold you there. So we, we find ourselves whereby we are in the midst of what the Lord has given us. But because the Lord is doesn't, He does not present it according to our eyes. We fail to see the bigger picture that the Lord is giving unto us. I hope I'm, are you hearing what I'm saying. Because we want it to come with a final product, we forget that every output has an input. Altogether, that within the input and the output, there's a process that every primary sector and, and, and tertiary sector within it, there's what we call a secondary sector, whereby the raw material must be must go to a process so that you can be able to find them into a tertiary sector. But we 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 we, we forget this center part. I ought to hear. And he refused to go in. He refused to, to go in. He was angry. Why he was angry? Because the father honored the son that left. Forgetting that he himself was sitting in the presence of the law. He was sitting in the presence. He was in the church. He was able to hear the word of the Lord. But because he was angry, he could not receive what the Lord was giving unto him. He could not receive the word that was given unto him. Because he didn't want to forgive. He didn't want to let go. He didn't want to admit that, you know, I have a problem. Holy Spirit, you need to help me through this problem. I hope you get on saying. Ne? So there is the angry son. Who is angry? He's in the house. He's angry because God is blessing another church. Come on, somebody. He's angry because God is blessing his brother or sister. He's angry. He does not understand the word of God. The Bible says do not envy others because you don't know how they gather their riches. Come on, somebody. If you knew that... 
he was not going to be angry. I ought to get. He's missing the point that God, God is working. God doesn't want to use him. God wants to partner with him. I ought to get that he's been partnering with God, but he could not see that he's partnering. Remember here, I love this scripture every day. Why? Because the Father portrays the portrays our Father in heaven, and the Son portrays us as believers. Verse 29, but he answered his father, look, this many years I have served you and never disappointed, disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. That's what we do. Lord, I've been tithing. I've been ministering. But yet I'm still going through this. Listen to them. Hmm. Eh? I've, I've, I've been faithful. I've been ministering, Lord. But you, 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 you're not doing it for me. Yeah, you, Jesus Christ caused us, those who don't really believe in him, that we have little faith. We cannot see the bigger picture. I hold you again. So God, today, he wants to ignite your faith to, 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 to understand that it's not about the primary sector, not the secondary sector. It is about the destination, which is the tertiary sector. That you must stop complaining and trying to lead your life. Because we are leading our lives, but we are not aware. We, we want to protect this lifestyle that can only be achieved after we have went through the process. God wants you to go through the process. God wants you to be faithful with it little so that he can trust you with much. So the son was trusted with much. Come on, someone. But he could not recognize that he was trusted with much. He needed to be. He needed his father to give him authority that he was already that he already had. Come on, somebody. I want to get that you never. He's complaining that you you have never given me anything to celebrate with my friends. Listen to the response of the father. Ne? Before we go to verse stage, he says, "But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your pro- property with prostitute, you killed the fetters calf for him." Verse thirty one. And he said to him, son, you are always with me and all that is mine is yours. All that is mine is yours. So what the Holy Spirit is trying to teach us today is to be able to receive that is already ours. Some of us, we are suffering from identity crisis. And us suffering from identity crisis, we cannot receive what is rightfully ours. I want to get because we are cautioning ourselves. Do I really deserve this love? Do I really deserve this peace? God will be giving you peace, but you are fighting the peace. But why? Because you are not used to it. I hope you get what I'm saying. Now, he will be giving you, you feel this joy, and you are cautioning in the Lord, is this joy coming from you? If you spend time, you can you, I'm telling you, you can tell the peace of God and the peace of the world if you stay in his presence. When like like you you are trying to figure out where 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 where, where what happened to me that I'm no longer worrying about a situation is because God has already healed you and within healing you He's giving you peace and joy to continue to trust in Him. I want to get. You are always with me and all that is mine is yours. Do you know that you are always with the Father, and all that is His it is yours because of Christ Jesus. Are you aware of that? That you are always with the Father. That everything that, it, it, everything that belongs to Him, it is yours. You are always with the Father. Everything that belongs to Him, it is yours. You don't need to beg for it. It is yours. 
All you need to, to do is receive. The Bible says the blessings of Abraham are ours. I also, and I yes and amen. But do you know that in Christ is our Lord? So I love this phrase. It says, Son, you are always with me. And all that is mine is yours. All that is mine is yours. Do you know that everything that God has for you is yours? Do you know that God doesn't want you to suffer? He doesn't want you to get sick. He doesn't want you to get frustrated. He doesn't want you to, to live in a, in a process where you are, you are confused in your identity. He doesn't want you to live in a point whereby you are depressed emotionally. He doesn't want you to live in a process whereby you are bitter. No, because all that is his, it is yours. Healing, it is yours. Restoration, it is yours. Deliverance, it is yours. Verse 32, it was fitting to celebrate and be led. For this, your brother was dead and is alive and he was lost and is found. But some of us, what we are doing, we are like the brother who left, but we are still in the house of the Lord. Sure. We are dead, but we are still in the house of the Lord. We are lost, but we are still in the house of the Lord. But God wants us to be alive. And to be found in him. I hope that you hear what I'm saying. God wants you to be alive. And be found in him. I want to get. Listen to this. I want to, I want to give you something powerful. I, I'm trying to give you as much example as I can. To understand that the Lord is always with you. Mm. The Lord is always with you. And whatever that is. The Bible says many are the mentions of my father. This 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 the our Lord Jesus Christ. There's many are the mentions of my father in heaven. Come on, somebody. And he continued to say that make sure that you 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 secure or you you save your treasures in heaven. Make sure that you do what you secure and you save your treasures in heaven. Luke chapter 23, verse 26 to 30 to 30 to 43. Luke chapter 23. I'm going to go through it fast because we need to finish. Luke chapter 23. Are we there? Verse 26 to 43. Listen to this. This is so powerful. No? <clears throat> Two other men, both criminals. Are you all together? Remember, I'm talking, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about Christians, eh? These are, these are two Christians who, who, who are in the house. <clears throat> but the other one left and he came back. But we are not focusing on the one that left. We are focusing on the one that has been with the father but cannot enjoy what belongs to him or her. Luke chapter 23, verse 26 to 43. Because he wants to leave his will. He, 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 he's still struggling. The, his spirit or her spirit is still struggling within the flesh and the will of God. Come on, somebody. Two other men, Luke chapter 23, verse 26 to 43. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. Remember the cross, ne? To be what? To be executed. When they came to the place called the skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals. One of, of his right and the other on his left. Come on, somebody. Ne? The Bible says that the, the right hand of the Lord is powerful. Ne? Just said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they did, divided up his throat by costing lots. Come on. 
casting lots. Né? They divided his clothes by casting lots. Playing lotto with his life. Who our Lord Jesus Christ. But I want you to grab something here that I need you to see, Mazalwan. Just said, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. So as believers in Christ, we believe that belonging in the Lord's house, we're going to have everything going our way or we're not going to face trials and tribulations. <clears throat> Being a believer. <clears throat> to, to, to a point that what we do, we go to a point of even neglecting the body of Christ. Let me put it in a way that we all can understand. We neglect church. Forgetting that you can never neglect the bride of the church. You can never love Jesus Christ but neglect his wife. I owe to you again. That they come in a both way. That the church is the wife of our Lord Jesus Christ. I owe to you again. You can never say, I belong to Jesus Christ but you hate the church. You are hating the wife of Jesus Christ. You are hating the bride of Jesus Christ. I want you to so you must understand as you come to a church, you come to a, a community that is that is built by God, that is an idea of God to build your faith. That as believers, we need each other. I'll come to it. Let me let me just continue. I hope you get what I'm saying. Verse 32, 35, I mean, the people stood watching. And they rose, even snapped at him. And they said, he saved others. Let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the chosen one. And we, those believers who goes to afflictions and people are saying, if he says that she's born again, God should help her to pass away. Come on, I'm trying to bring it at home. I ought to get If she's saying that she's born again, her life must be perfect. I ought to get They are saying that to our Lord Jesus Christ, that he was able to raise Lazarus from the dead. Why can he not raise himself from the dead? Why cannot he rescue himself from the cross? Because they could not understand the process. Come on, somebody. They could not get the process that God was in the process of dealing with their hearts, of, of, of saving their, 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 them from the wrath of God. They could not get the process. They say, hey, he called himself the Messiah. Why cannot he take himself from the cross? He calls himself the chosen one. Verse 36, the soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine and vinegar and said, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Listen to that. Verse 38, there was a written notice above him which read, this is, come on, the king of the Jewish. They were mocking him. So you must understand that some of us, we are in this process whereby we are believers. But the Lord wants us to enjoy Everything that belongs to us. We are believers who are in the New Testament. Whereby it may be our feminism. It may be our own self-caution in the faith that we are in. And say, Lord, are you really there? Are you really... Can you really hear my prayers? Can you really hear my cry? Can you really see the situation that I'm dealing with? And the Lord wants you to know this. And that he's dealing with the process. He's working within your heart. He's preparing you for the blessing. Jesus Christ was in the process. <laughs> Do you know that after the process, there was a crown? Come on, somebody. A real crown? When you read the scripture, they put a fake crown mocking him. Come on, somebody. Don't you know that you have the real crown? That your shame and your tribulation and what you've gone through, it is a part of the process. 
And one of them, verse 39, and one of them criminals who had, this way I really want you to focus, Bazalon. This way we come in. Ne? But the other, the, 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 verse 39, one of the criminals who hanged them, held insult, I mean, hung there, held and insult at him. And you, the Messiah, save yourself and us. That's the first one. Are you all together? Ne? And verse 4, says, but the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God? He said, since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly for we are getting out, out our deed we deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Ne? Listen to this part. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him and said, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Oh, I, I hope you know what I'm saying. So here is two criminals. <clears throat> the, other, the other one sees a, 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 a sees punishment and condemnation. The other one sees a blessing. Come on, somebody. God wants to give you an eyes to be able to see that the process is not a curse. The process is a blessing. That the, the process, what you are going through is not that he has neglected you. It's not that he has forsaken you. It is a process to prepare you for what you're going to get next year. But you need to go through this process. There are two criminals. The other one sees condemnation. The other one sees punishments. The other one sees the end of life. But the other one could be able to spot the blessings of the Lord. <clears throat> All together, he says, Remember me when you sit. Come on, somebody. He was able to discern. So, some of us, what we do, we are in the church, <clears throat> we are being persecuted, things are not going our way. All together, we are trying to come with these solutions, but for us to stay and say, Lord, teach me to see the blessings in the midst of this storm, we choose to go to the world and indulge. We, we, the, but listen to what Peter says. Peter says. Jesus, Peter says, they are like dogs who go back to their own vomit. We go back to our own vomit. We choose to, to go indulge in pornography again, to go indulge in alcohol again, to go indulge in fornication again. Come on, Zalot. I hope you hear. To go indulge in gossip. We, 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 we find peace in the wrong places. You can never find peace in your Instagram, in your social media, that's the wrong place to find peace. You find peace here. I know it's hard, Pastor but you stay here. It's not easy. Being born again is not easy. I hold together. Says truly, I tell you this. This is our Lord Jesus Christ. I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. You will be with me in paradise. So when you begin to trust in the Lord, shortly, the Bible says, He says, shortly enough. He says, soon enough, I will do what I will establish you, I will strengthen you, and I will restore you. Says the Lord. When you stay with Him. So you need to be a believer. I want you to write this down. You need to be a believer who's ready. To stay with him, who's ready to enjoy with him, who's ready not to complain, who's able to discern and see the blessing in the midst of the, the process, who's able to understand that I am going through this because the greater is he that lives in me than the one that lives in this world. Some of us we don't understand and we ask ourselves, why is why I'm going through this? Why is the enemy attacking me? Because you have prayed, there's a blessing that is coming your way. You are not like those who are in the world, you are unusual, you are not 
normal. In your eyes, they may see you as normal. In the spiritual realm, you are clothed with his glory. You are meant for greater things. Stop judging your process and combining it with your destiny. Come on, that's not how God works. I'm trying to show you the cross. That In the cross, they thought that it was a done deal. Just cross was gone. Come on, somebody. They didn't know that there was a resurrection. They didn't know that there was a the 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 stone shall be removed. They didn't know that he will rise from the dead. They didn't know that God was preparing all these things so that he can save them, so they can be justified, can be redeemed, they can be cleansed. Come on, somebody. I hope I'm talking to you. They didn't know. Don't you know that you are in the church? And in the church is not a perfect place to be. It is a place whereby you come to be equipped. It is a place to become whereby you come to be sharpened. Because iron sharpens iron. I want you to write this down. To understand the grace, you must first have an encounter with Jesus Christ. To understand the grace, you must first have an encounter with Jesus Christ. And learn to be a scholar of the Holy Spirit every day. I will repeat myself. To understand the grace, you must first have an encounter with Jesus Christ and learn to be a scholar of the Holy Spirit every day. I hope you hear what I'm saying. And learn to be a scholar of the Holy Spirit every day. So, the, the main thing that you must be seeking right now is Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be given unto you. That, that, that should be your main focus. The Bible says, fix your eyes on the author and the finisher of your faith. And it gives you an example why you should do that. Because Jesus Christ also did that. He suffered the cross so that he may be seated at the right hand or side of the Father. It does not only end on fixing your eyes. It gives you the promise or the benefit of fixing your eyes on the author and the finisher of your faith. Not only when you feel good. Come on, somebody. Even when you're going through a process of confusion frustration and identity crisis you fix your eyes even though you don't understand the full vision that god has given you in terms of your life and your purpose you fix your eyes on the author and the finisher of your faith i want you to listen to this john chapter 1 verse 17 for the law was given through moses but grace and through came through jesus christ for the law was given to moses but grace and truth came with our Lord Jesus Christ. So when Jesus Christ comes, he comes with truth and grace. Some of us, we, 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 we want the grace, we don't want the truth. Come on, somebody. You want the grace only, you don't want the truth. I ought to get, we don't understand the power of truth and grace. Moses came with the law, but Jesus came with what? With grace and the truth. Why? Because the truth shall set you free. It is in the truth that you are set free. It is in the grace that you are empowered. It is the grace that empowers you to be set free. But you need the truth to be set free. So grace gives you an opportunity to enter into the holies of holies. Write that down. Grace gives you an, an opportunity, opportunity to enter the holies of holies. What, 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 what is the importance of entering the holies of holies? You cannot 
enter the holies of holies without recognizing Jesus Christ. That's why you must have an encounter with him to be able to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying, Bazalwani. You need to have an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ so that you may have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. If you don't know him as your Messiah, if you don't know him as, your, as, as the one who came to do what? To restore you and to redeem you, you, cannot have a, you can never have fellowship with our Lord Jesus Christ. So grace gives you an opportunity to enter into the Holy of Holies. Because some of us, we want, the, we want the Holy Spirit, but we don't want Jesus Christ. Some of us, we want Jesus Christ, but we don't want the Holy Spirit. Some don't want the Father, but they want Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. They don't understand this. Ah, the Godhead. They go along. You must understand that you have been given the, the opportunity to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. But for you to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you must have an encounter with our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So the aim is for you to seek Jesus Christ. So you may be able to have an encounter with, I mean, to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. So when Jesus Christ gave himself for you, he taught you in righteousness. Write it down. When Jesus Christ did, did one, gave himself for you, he clothed you with what? With righteousness. So the gift of Jesus Christ dying for us, we, it, 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 it was so that we may be clothed with righteousness. So that we may be able to approach the holies of holies. You must understand with your own nature, you cannot approach Jesus Christ. So for you to be able to, to approach, I mean to approach the Father, with your own nature you cannot approach the Father. But we, with the, the, the clothing of the righteousness of God in Christ, you are able to do what to approach the holies of holies. You are able to do what to approach the Father. With your own nature, you cannot. Your sinful nature cannot. That's why you need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's what we call grace. Because some of us we don't understand what is grace. Grace was given unto you so that we may be able to have fellowship with the Father. Because when the Father sees you, he sees the shedding blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. You need to be clothed. So you are dressed in the finest rope. You are dressed with the finest rope. That's what we call grace. You are dressed with the finest rope. Are you all together? Amen. Yeah? So, the, so that, what, so that the, the blessing of the Lord may manifest in your life. Yes. Without you being clothed with the righteousness of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord cannot manifest in your life. Because God only agrees with what it represents, his nature. So we are to die from self every day. So that we may represent him. When you show up, you don't show up. Only Jesus Christ shows up. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Your eyes do not belong to you anymore. Your ears do not belong to you anymore. Your mouth do not belong to you anymore. When you show up, now Christ shows up. Wherever you go, you go, I mean, wherever you go, I hope you hear what I'm saying. Come on, somebody. Wherever you go, you are a Christ ambassador. You represent Jesus Christ. Your eyes do not belong to you anymore. Your mouth does not belong to you. Your speech has to change. Are you all together? You belong to Jesus Christ. You, you are a Christ ambassador. You are given a new responsibility. You no longer fly with chicken. You fly with eagles. The Bible says you are a flaming fire because you belong to him. I hope you hear what I'm saying. The top of the most high. All together. This is what we call grace. Your speech has to change. I all together. 
you, you begin to do what? You begin to really experience the true gracious and compassion of God. Why? Because you are clothed with righteousness. Come on, somebody. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25. Let me take this home, Basil. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25. Listen to this. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. One body. So the church is for you to understand that when you come to the church, you come to the church to be edified. You come to the church to refine your identity in him. Because the place that you may be spending most of your time in, it may be a place whereby it does not give you an opportunity to really experience heaven on earth. Because the goal is to do make sure is to make sure that we have what we call the new heaven and the new earth. So a church is an idea whereby God can really manifest his final assignment, his final idea, which is the new earth and the new heaven. That's where you experience heaven. A church that really speaks the word of God. A church that really focuses on the word of God. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we are all members of one body. We need to speak truthfully to ourselves. We need to really say, Lord, in this area... I cannot do it without you. Please send a brother or a sister. When the Lord sends a brother and sister to come pray with you, it is a place whereby you need to be humble and say, Lord, let your will be done on my life as it is, as it is in heaven. Listen to this. Write this down. You can't do Jesus alone. The grace of God manifests in the beloved of his church. I'm going to say it again. Ne? Please write this down. You can't do you can't do Jesus alone. You can't do Jesus alone. The grace of God manifests in the beloved of his church. The beloved of his church. Who's the beloved? Our Lord Jesus Christ. So when you have Jesus Christ, the grace of the Lord is able to manifest in your life because you are dwelling in his, in his beloved, which is Jesus Christ and the church. You are dwelling in the idea of God. The anointing begins to flow in your life. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 2. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 2. Listen to that. And walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself for up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But the main point here is what? Walk in the way of love. Walk in the way of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So some of us, we want to love Jesus Christ, but we cannot love ourselves. Some of us, we want to love other people, but we cannot love ourselves. The main thing that you could continue to go to a circle of not growth, because we get to miss, we get to miss, miss this thing, Bazalwani. <sighs> There's this true intimacy of love that God wants us to go through. And this love can, no, can never be gained by materials. I want to get God wants you to be blessed in all areas. God wants you to, to drive that Lamborghini, that Maserati, that whatever that you may be wishing to drive. But that this love that wants you to have, this is what we call eternal love. This is what we call what? Eternal love. These are the things that you're going to go through eternally through them. I hope you get Material things, those things you're not going to go through them to your eternal life. Joy, those are the those are the riches that you are going to continue to go through 
with them even when you are dead in this world. Men cannot give, give them to you. Our Lord Jesus Christ says, the peace that I give to you, no man can ever give to you. No can any man take it away from you. You see that that is an eternal peace. I ought to give. So these things can never give us eternal peace. But God wants you to have them. But he wants you to understand that the peace that he wants to give to you, no man cannot take. And no can any man give it unto you. He wants us to work in this love that brings peace unto us. As Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. He is giving you an example that the love that, 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 that I really need you to obtain is this love. The love that is able to pray for a brother even when they are sinning. Listen to this. The purpose of the church is for one to experience God's grace fully by giving him by giving himself or herself to God in the midst of people who are seeking him. The purpose of, church, of the church is for one to experience God's grace fully by giving himself or herself to God in the midst of people who are seeking him. Whether they are perfect or whether they are not perfect, Pastor Lord. I hope you get Listen to this. I'm going to close this. Matthew chapter 5, verse 47 to 48. Listen to this. Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. Verse, verse 47 to verse 48. If you greet only your brothers, wishing them good blessings and peace, what more than others are you doing? Do you not even, do you not even the gentles who do not know the Lord do that? I want to read it again. Eh? If you greet only your brothers, wishing them good blessings and peace, what more than others are you doing? Do you not even the gentles who do not know the Lord do that? I altogether. I said I'm speaking to believers. So what we do as believers, we so listen to this. the Bible says, love your, love your 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 your. your no, it says give graciously to believers. Yeah? I mean, give graciously to people, and says especially to those in the households of the Lord. Because some of us we are so good in caring for others outside the world as believers, but we have difficulties in loving our brothers and sisters. We can't stand them, but we are saying that we are believers. We can't really say, you know, Lord, I have an issue, man, here. Please help me with this issue. He's reminding them that people who are outside, they're doing that. Aren't you like them if you're going to do that? And you, saw, you call yourself a believer. Aren't you missing the grace that the Lord has given to you? That you are to be a representative to the kingdom of heaven? I hold you again. So God wants us to be representative of God's heaven. God wants us to be able to suffer as he suffered. Because some of us, we want, we love the point where Jesus Christ says, I came to give you life and gave you life with abundance. But do you know that the Bible also says that you will, as he suffered, we will also suffer. Are you able to love a point whereby you enjoy persecution to those who are in the church? Because persecution will start in the house of the Lord. Are you able to receive that grace? Verse 48. You therefore will be perfect. Listen to this. this. This is your requirement from the Lord. You therefore you will be perfect. Growing into spiritual. I love the amplifier vision. Eh? You therefore. Please listen to this. You therefore you will be perfect. Growing into spiritual maturity. Both in mind and character. Both in mind and character. Actively integrating godly values into your daily life. So God wants to do what? To, in, to, to, to continue to sharpen, to establish, and to sharpen your godly values in your daily life. Please go and read it with Amplify. It's going to bless you. 
His youth, therefore, will be perfect, growing into spiritual maturity, both in mind and character, actively integrating godly values into your daily life as your heavenly Father is perfect. So God wants you to do what? To continue to grow, to to, to be spiritually mature in your mind and in your character. And continue to add in value in your daily lifestyle. So we must see your growth as a child of God. You cannot say, I'm a child of God, but you don't grow. There's something wrong, Bazalan. You may fool those who are in the world, those who spend time with you, but not us. Because if you come to the house of the Lord and we spend time with you, we'll see that your speech is not changing. Your character is not changing. Your mind is not changing. You are not growing. So which means there must be a process whereby we need deliverance or you need to fast or you need to continue to read the word of God or you need to continue to really ask yourself, what is happening? Bazalan. I ought to get. So God expects us to be perfect in way and in one way or another, which means God expects us to grow. We need to represent His nature. If if I'm still the man that you know today, after ten years, preaching, ah, there must be something wrong with me. I need to grow. I'm required to grow. Come on, someone, say I'm growing. Say I'm growing. Come on, somebody, I'm growing. I ought to get. I am growing. I'm growing into the likeness of God in Jesus Christ. I need to, you need to grow. Your destiny requires you to grow in the things of the Lord. I all together. Romans chapter 6, verse 1 to 2. Listen to this. And what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? No. Verse 2. Ne? Shall we continue? Ne? God forbid, how shall we that that are dead to sin, live any longer in it. So God doesn't want you to, to continue in sin. I ought to get. So this is the grace of the Lord, that we don't go back to our vomit, Barcelona. I hope you hear what I'm saying. That's as children of the Lord, we are able to enjoy what it is ours, that we let the Holy Spirit to let us enjoy what he has given unto us. And stop trying to package the gospel the way we want it. And receive it the way it was. It God gives unto us. Receive the way that God gives us to us and let it manifest in our lives. If God disciplines us, it's because he loves us. The Bible says that he disciplines those he loves. Ne? So to desire to continue in sin shows that misunderstanding of this abundance, grace, and contempt for Jesus Christ's sacrifice. I'm going to read it again. To desire to continue in sin shows that the misunderstanding of this abundant grace. So you don't understand grace. That's why you're continuing. Because you think that grace will save you from not going to hell. No, grace is, is there to empower you to overcome sin and to live your full potential in Christ. Come on, somebody. Because some of us, we think grace is there to help us to enter heaven. No, immediately when you're born again, you have already entered to heaven. So what grace does, grace is there to give, help you to live the vision that God has designed you to live. But when you continue to sin, the Bible says, whoever sins against himself sins against his body. Come on, somebody. So you're sinning against your body. So grace is there to empower you that you don't sin against your own body. I'm going to finish with this. Listen to this. Romans chapter 6, verse 14. Please write it down. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. So sin has no dominion over you. So why do you now judge yourself and compare yourself with other people in the house of the Lord? Well, while you have a different vision and purpose, why do you condemn yourself when you hear the Lord speaking to you rather than hearing what the Lord is trying to correct you? 
Why when men speak against the sinful nature that's trying to put in your life, you don't take it as a blessing that God is speaking to me. Remember when we begin? It says, Lord, speak to me. Which means you need to be able to hear when the Lord is speaking to you. Because some of us, we think God, can, God is going to only speak to us in a nice full way. No, 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 no. He tells Jonah to go to Nineveh and tell them to repent. He, he tells them instructions. If they don't, this is what I'm going to do. It was not, it was, those are no, were not nice full words. When you are dying, God will not come here and say, I love you, my daughter. I love you, my son. You know, you're about to kill yourself in this relationship. No, no, the Lord's gonna, the Holy Spirit, when he sees you are about to lose your life, he will shout. He will call unto repentance. When Jesus Christ came, he was calling unto repentance. He says, repent, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. I want to get it. So when the Lord is working with us, when the Lord really wants us not to miss our blessings, he's going to shout. Because he says, I don't want the enemy to mess with you this time. If I have to shout, I will shout. Because I love you that much. I want to hear. So today our message is the unusual grace. The unusual grace. Whereby we are in the house of the Lord, but we miss the grace. Because we want, we, we, we want titles. We can't enjoy the thing that the Lord has for us. Whereby we are sitting next to the king. Can you ever, have you ever been have, have, have you ever been, been in a point where you are in an environment of a king, but you cannot notice a king? Come on, someone. The two criminals were sitting next to the, to the king. But the other one saw destruction. But the other one saw an opportunity to enter to heaven. So some of us, we need to understand when the Lord gives us an opportunity, to see the bigger picture. Do not envy what is happening outside, but continue to focus on the what God has given unto you and say, Lord, help me to take care of what you've given to me. Help me to take care of this Bible that you've given to me. Help me to, Lord, everything that God has given unto you, Lord, teach me to be faithful with it. Do not make me lose my blessing because I cannot see what is rightfully mine. Do not be like the prodigal son who was in the house. Do not be like the criminal who was sitting next to the king but could not notice him. That's all. They missed their grace. They missed their unusual grace because they wanted the grace to be packaged, to be packaged in the way they wanted it to be. Forgetting that the Lord does not see how men see. Because men see at the outer what the Lord sees at the heart. Can we clap hands for the word of the Lord right there? Come on, somebody. Come on. So that, that's where we're going to end today. I hope you are blessed. The unusual grace. Today, this is my prayer for you. Can we raise up our hand? And, and as, as you're going to be preparing. Eh? Um, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for your children now, Lord. May they begin to hear. May they begin to see. May they begin to speak life, Holy Spirit. May they begin to see the unusual grace that is operating in their life. The grace that does not come according to their sight, but that comes by faith, Lord. May they be able to appreciate every little thing that you've given to them. An environment of fellowship that you've given to me. Those who pray for them, those who hunger for prayer, whether they're they are, they are still struggling, but may they know that through them, you are still working perfection because you require them to be perfect in their mind and in their character in their daily life. Lord Jesus Christ, today, I declare the anointing of perfection upon us. 
the anointing of perfection upon us in our minds, in our character, in our daily lifestyle. Lord, today, let this be a month of action whereby we'll see your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our church podcast. We believe and have faith you are delivered, healed, and transformed into the likeness of God in Christ. For more ways to partner with us, do contact us via our church email, give directly into our PayPal link, or visit our church website. We love you and be blessed.